needed to get the it's it was a, it was a good stuck right in the, just right, right here in my throat Mick. Mm-hmm. right in the, <laughs> this part uh how how's it going what's uh hey it's two it's i mean <coughs> whoa what it's whoa. it's when it's wednesday morning hi uh. how's it going <laughs> Uh, Kyle, it, this place looks so weird now. Oh, it's because I'm here in I, here in the podcast player. No, it looks not in pretty the much the same. Player. Although, okay. who knows? Who knows? It actually might be different. Uh, I think we're still stuck in it. We're right. We're we're. In, I mean, we could be in the podcast player. We could be in the in the browser. Right. Just you go to the you type in with the letters, and then you go to the place. And then we start speaking. I don't know what you're saying. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if we were the good stuff dot not the good stuff <laughs> dot network is the place where you go and we just autoplay the podcasts. Just right. It's a part of the background. What? We load it up. I don't, I don't know starts, what you're trying to. It just starts playing. I don't know what you're trying to describe we here. Auto, we auto. We are. We want to autoplay the podcasts for people so they hear them as soon as they go to the place. Isn't that just radio? I don't think that's autoplay. It's not. It, it would be like if you got into the car and then it, I guess that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can turn it off. <laughs> so we're like we're like a car that you that only plays this show. Okay. Could, I don't, could I don't, we, could I don't we like do that? Would it be a just a, a good stuff morning show branded car? No, a bail, bail. I don't like we <laughs> we drive it to the Apple campus. Stop, please. We would take it to the Apple tree and say, "Look at us. Get in this car now." I made you one. This is the Apple car. Get in this car now and listen listen to this program uh-huh. and tell and tell us that you didn't take our logo. And then Tim Cook goes, "You know what? Face. It, this is actually this this is remarkable because oh, that's a hot dog, not a car." So, is this a burrito or a dog? <laughs> I don't have that one. I'm sure I have it somewhere. You'll you'll have to find it. Why don't, why don't I let you vamp uh, so, and you can find so it. So why, why, is, why is it different? <laughs> why does this podcast car look different than <laughs> the last podcast car we were in? Kyle, okay, yeah, let's just break down the figurative speech here while you go. and you. Oh my gosh, I can hear your keyboard so loud. <laughs> is this a burrito or a dog? Um, well, Sorry, could you hear that? Was that... Your thought was process pretty, was that pretty loud. You were talking out loud. 
You were thinking out loud. Sorry. I mean, talking out loud makes sense. With the new with the new keyboard, it kind of is that way for me. It's um, it's very tactile. You know, it would be funny if each of the keys actually had like a like a dial tone. So mm. it, like a like a phone where it, so like people could then transcribe what you're actually typing without reading it. They just hear it. If I could hear Bluetooth, that would be what it would sound like. That would be that's like the the worst uh, X Men power, right? <laughs> you hear Bluetooth. You yeah. hear every Bluetooth signal. <laughs> In yes, it's like the, it's like Professor X, f- but he's Professor mm-hmm. Bluetooth. Uh huh. Professor Bluetooth. You 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 <laughs> go ahead and write that one down. Okay. You would you would you would be fine for like. I don't know, 20 years of your life. And then as soon as the Internet of Things started popping up, mm-hmm. that was it. Right. How would you hear Bluetooth low energy versus Bluetooth, the, the regular one, the 4.0? You couldn't. I don't know. There would be so many limitations. Let's get back, like to, a, hold on. Like Let's get back to what we Just, were talking about. I'm, listener, I promise not to turn up my gain all the way. Yeah, that was that was a one time thing, right? This time, oh boy, mm. it might make it. It might make Is this a, a burrito or a dog. Yes. Good job. Um. Anyway, so over the weekend, uh, actually, Kyle came out to the Central Valley, and he helped me move. He helped me move from uh, my my old house into my new house, and we picked the worst weekend to do it because it was over a hundred degrees every day. And still is uh, still finishing up some of the moving process but up up to today. So, again, listener, that's the reason that we had to postpone our Tuesday morning episode to a Wednesday morning episode. And we're very sorry uh, for that. I mean, we were also I was incredibly busy. Kyle could have done it by himself, I suppose. Uh, he could oh, have used me would, in the soundbar. Yeah, what would that be like? Could I have the Taco Bell instead, please? That was you all weekend. Just <laughs> like I would, I would say, here's a box, and you would say, do it. No, 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 no. And and you didn't want to hear anything about it. That's not. That's not what happened. Yeah, we did so and I, much. Oh, and then I and then I dropped a box on your foot. That's a more of a happy one. Um, it, it was surprise. Actually, yeah, surprise. Oh, and then I threw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's that live live audio recorded. Yeah, uh, there in in person. Well, it looks. I'll say it looks more green than I remember it. Oh, yeah, because um, I'm able to actually have my hue lamps back or my hue bulbs back and i have my own office again um i have to soundproof a little bit um it's it's a little it's a it's a we've, little we've talked about this yes hard hard floors hard very, floors very hard floors uh but i did set up my old tv into the office and now i have a big flat screen to watch uh basketball playoffs for the next month and that'll be good but uh, yeah, so that, that's that's what happened. That was Kyle came out to the to help me move, and we did it. And fingers crossed, uh, nothing else bad happens with the move. This is one of those times where you you always say, "This is oh, this is the last time we move." 
ever. I mean, yes. Although for for uh, for my family, this is the third move in like two months that I've been involved in. Uh, mm-hmm. Not for myself, but uh, family members helping them move and unpacking and then repacking and then helping other people pack and then move and then unpack. It's just it's just been a whirlwind of the last like six to eight weeks of moving. Everybody's been in flux. And Kyle came out one day to help. Ugh. I know. I, it's, it's just the minimum, the absolute minimum amount that I could have signed up for. Uh, that's um, right. The so you're you're saying you're you're getting good at it. I don't I don't know. That's the, that's the thing is that um, we did we did hire uh, a company to move uh, a lot of our big items because I've been involved in moves where I, we did that ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's not so great. It's, it, you know, it, it's, you're putting a lot of effort into something that, uh, someone else has a lot more experience in and you could get hurt if you do it yourself and, uh, too much exertion, especially in triple digit heat is going to, uh, cause some damage and just don't want any part of that. So hiring out, I like the thing I learned is people do a lot of this stuff for a living and they deserve <laughs> They deserve to be hired to do it uh, because I'm not I'm not qualified. I can't move a couch. Like a two piece or a three piece couch. I can't do that. I, I don't have I don't have the uh, upper body strength to, to load that thing into a truck and then load it out of the truck and into a house. I don't know the angles. I don't know how to wrap a mattress correctly. They got my they got my big tempur mattress up the stairs and uh pretty sure i i gasped oh wait but <gasps> gasp when i saw them mm-hmm. maneuver it around the corner and i thought someone was gonna perish because it looked like it was about to topple back down the stairs onto one of the movers and uh, but no no they know they knew what they were doing in fact they've done it tens dozens hundreds who knows how many times Enough that they are good at it. So it seems like a, the perfect kind of job or like mental exercise for someone who likes problem solving, who sees a situation and sees how much something weighs, the shape of the thing, and then decides th- th- I need to figure out how to get this extremely heavy large thick mattress up these stairs how will i do it it's an engineering problem really is what it comes down to and it sounds it sounds like uh i'm just not built for that i would just want to probably disintegrate it on site and then (laughs) use a blower inside the house what's what's that woman's name who was a couple years ago had like a documentary where a very minimalist thing where um, you just throw away stuff that doesn't um, appease. Yeah. Marie Kondo. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I almost, you know, you almost want to just uh, divert into that mentality of, well, I'm just going to throw away everything at this house and buy a new stuff at the new house. So I don't have to move anything. Of course, of course that thought crosses your mind. Is it worth it to, uh, you know, exert myself to pack a bunch of stuff and then even no. pay money to have people move it or Mm-mm. throw it all away 
just leave it at the old place and then spend that money buying new stuff and start over. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, patreon.com slash good stuff uh, for the next time we move. We will we'll need your help. Well, Marie Kondo, uh, our condo. We, we will we will just have to disintegrate all of our furniture and start new. And that's that's what your uh, very helpful donations will go to support is brand new, probably cardboard based furniture, because really we're, we're trying to find a way <laughs> to one, make it sustainable, but two also make it very easy to dissolve the next time that we need to move. Also to to uh, cut down on the uh, possibility of going, well, should we keep it? No, it's made of cardboard. We don't need to keep it. <laughs> Think about it this way. What if we just have nothing? You start with zero, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you just start ordering from Amazon. And the boxes that Amazon comes in turn into furniture slowly as you unpack them. You put them in you put them in this cardboard recycling machine and it prints them back into usable furniture. All all we have to do now is support the world's largest the world's largest mega corporation and then invent a machine that converts the garbage they're making into usable items. That's all we have to do. It's very simple. Did you say something about the world's largest company? These are today's headlines. Amazon. I'll take it. I'll it. <laughs> Amazon devices Do will it. soon automatically share your internet with your neighbors. So no furniture then. Uh, I mean, you don't need furniture if you've got the internet, right? Just mm. hang it on the just hang it on the floor and watch YouTube. Um, so if you use Alexa, Echo, or any other Amazon device, you have only 10 days to opt out of an experiment that leaves your personal privacy and security hanging in the balance. Thanks, Ars Technica, for scaring the living daylights out of me. Um, luckily, I don't use any Amazon devices that would do this, so good on me. But if you are out there with an Echo or anything like that, uh, on June 8th, um, the merchant, web host, and entertainment behemoth will automatically enroll the devices in what they're calling Amazon Sidewalk. Uh, it's a new wireless mesh service that will share a small slice of your internet bandwidth with nearby neighbors who don't have connectivity and help you to their bandwidth when you don't have a connection. What? So you're just sharing. It's just sharing back and forth. Yeah, yes, but a small sliver. Just right. a tiny, well, just a tiny, tiny bit. Because they're trying to mesh, right? So it's it's small slivers from very many points um so by default that, amazon okay go ahead uh, uh, that won't help me i you don't live next have, to people i have no one there is uh, <laughs> you don't even live no next one. to a sidewalk i don't so this is amazon sidewalk not useful amazon bummer uh, unless unless they'll come and build a sidewalk that's exactly it. my location it's it's a fiber sidewalk with yep mm-hmm, fiber sidewalk that's my cyberpunk name, I think. The <laughs> speaking of 
speaking of sidewalks, before we get too distracted by Amazon sharing their internet with people, mm-hmm. we this weekend when we were moving things, yes, we saw a robot delivery car driving on the sidewalk. Yes, in fact, I believe, I believe we covered a story covering those uh, robot delivery things like four or five years ago. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Yes. And then we saw one in practice. Yeah. My in-laws called a robot to deliver them some save Mart. And, and then it was leaving as we, as we approached. It was so slow. Pausing. So slow. Right. But, but so slow. It didn't get hit by a car. The d- no, you're right. I would. You know what we should have done? There was a little dog sort of like boop, 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 you know, the walking around. I should have put the dog in the robot. <laughs> Just to see what it would do. No, to say like take take him home or go for go for a ride. Go for a walk. OK, can you ride? The robot. Yeah, we didn't try it. There was there was a fleet of them sort of like parked there in in a in a adjacent parking lot. But could I throw a saddle over the top of it and have it take me to Save Mart? Is what I need to know. Rather than so, what you're saying is you'd you'd order something very minimal from Save Mart, and then when it get when it gets delivered on its exit or on its return trip back to Save Mart. You were going to get in it or slash on it and then in it's good. And then like go all it. the way and then go just stand in it, just stand in the little <laughs> pocket. Um, and then you're gonna write from all the, the from way the way it was driving. No, I don't think I could no. I would absolutely my face would be on the asphalt immediately. It definitely was taking like some like Halo Warthog moves off of the curb. Spinning and just accelerating straight into a curb. Yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty wild. But anyway, that's not Amazon. No. So, OK, let me let me really quickly. If you if you do have, uh, yeah. let's see, Amazon devices, right. including Alexa, Echo, Ring security cams, outdoor lights, motion sensors and tile trackers. Those will enroll you in the system. Uh, and since so, only a tiny fraction of people take the time to change default settings, that means that millions of people will be co-opted into the program, whether they know anything about it or not. So let's also just give you a little quick rundown of what Amazon Sidewalk is. It is a shared network that helps devices work better, is what they're saying. That's the end of the sentence. You don't care. Um, no, this is just, this is PR speak. It says, I don't- it says no charge to customers. Okay. Except that you're sharing the network that you pay for. So technically you are paying to share. So they do, they do kind of put it in perspective though. They say the maximum bandwidth that this whole bridge server thing will, will give to others is 80 KBPS. Right. Which is one K down technically like not one K down, sorry, 10 K down, like 10 K downloading a second. Okay, got it. Does that make sense? So, it, sorry, it, 10k bytes, because k bits per second 
eight bits. I'm I'm not. You're gonna make me bite. do bit bits to bytes math on the podcast now live. What that was not where I wanted this story to go. <laughs> what I did want to say is I'm surprised to not see Eero as a partner or a device that supports mm. this particular thing. Uh, given that Amazon owns Eero now, and that's literally networking hardware. Uh, su- very surprising. Um, strange that a lot of these devices can rebroadcast signal outwards, but it does I guess say I shouldn't, I shouldn't be that surprised. It days. does say that uh, today, sorry, today when you share your bridge's connection with Sidewalk, Total monthly data used by Sidewalk per account is capped at 500 megabytes, which is equivalent to streaming about 10 minutes of high-definition video, blah, blah, blah. So half a gig is what they're capping it at a month. Or Uh, one of our very high-definition lossless podcasts, potentially. (laughs) That's true. Um, Basically, within the next uh, week and a half, make sure that you check on your settings if you're using alexa echo other amazon devices uh ring security cams or whatever uh yeah make sure that you you check your settings because if you don't want any part of this like you are conscious of uh uh, your network stability or your you don't want to possibly be involved in any any i don't know people like their privacy people like like to hold on to what they have then make sure you check your settings. But also, if you were like totally into this, then don't touch anything. How would you handle things like, so I I don't know what sorts of things they would be putting over these networks onto your neighbor's network, like when yours goes down. How would they handle things like DMCA notices or like, you know, (laughs) I don't know, like raiding someone's house because they posted something on a forum with the 80 kbps using your connection right. versus their own connection like it does call into question <laughs> like um uh, identifying ips right uh identifying locations identifying um where you, you are on a map though, you got you got to think though obviously the internet the entirety of the internet runs on aws and all of amazon's networking services Clearly, they probably, I would assume, know what they're doing uh, with regards to this stuff. But still, it's from a consumer standpoint, like I'm failing to understand the benefit. And I'm also concerned that they haven't plugged up the holes. They're not communicating the holes here. Holy Uh, cow. All the just the size of an entire bovine. Just right there into the into the Alexa. (laughs) Okay. Well, Kyle, tell me, tell me what's uh, what's what's this what's this thing that you've got here? What's, what's next? Uh, so Twitter, you know them? No. They well, let me, let me tell you. It's uh, imagine you know uh, in the in the pre-show, um, we were talking about just a, a large place where you take trash, um, you park. And then you throw it out of the the back of your your vehicle into an extremely large pit where there's also a lot of trash already for many, many years that that others have brought and and also put it into the hole. Then you cover up that hole and forget about it so that 
multiple generations later when we come back to it it's fuel for the apocalypse in the car the the morning show car that is somehow still around how do i I not have a soundboard for dump I don't I don't know how I don't know how it's I don't know how it happens, but it's it's still there. So Twitter, that's the place. It basically Twitter is, is the dump is the dump. Uh, they've announced local weather news uh, that is called tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twitter announced today it's local weather news service called tomorrow. Uh, this social platform is partnering with a veteran climate journalist and meteorologist to power its foray into weather. Uh, Apple recently acquired a weather application. Now Twitter acquiring a local news service to power their own, I guess, hyper-local weather? Well, it's going to be a paid service. Yes, they're going to have, I guess, 18 local meteorologists who will create free content and and content for members. Then they'll have a team of about 30 climate writers um, who will be on editorial staff. They'll launch in Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, But I guess the the weather based information will be both in newsletter form and in long form content. I'm just do does Twitter think that we want to read a lot about weather? What's funny is that does Twitter think we want to read a lot? Twitter period 280 true. character news source thinks that we want to read more than 280 characters which used to be 140 characters in 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 these cities though. In these cities Twitter is banking on the fact that you care enough about weather to pay to pay them ten dollars a month for this information. Yeah. Okay. But they they picked weird cities, right? Like, okay, San Francisco is one of their cities. Of course, that's where Twitter is based. But San Francisco has like the same weather every single day. What do you need to know about San Francisco's weather? That in September it gets hot. Whoa. On the East Coast, I get it. East Coast and the South, especially in the summer months, you got to worry about hurricanes. You got to worry about tropical storms. You got to kind of worry about patterns and stuff. Uh, in in you know uh, mid to South East uh, cities, but but not not West Coast as as much or at all. Can a meteorologist tell me when the next earthquake is going to happen? No. So what do I care? They just say it did happen. It did. No, you need to. You <laughs> they need just to allude to the last time mm-hmm. it happened and then go be on the lookout for those earthquakes. I would be okay with a dedicated earthquake Twitter account. Just it's just about the shaking. We get a lot of that here. So I, I you live. I would love to read about long form. You live what, um, like eight miles from a fault line? The city I live in has been called one of two cities uh, in the world that is the earthquake capital of the world. Right. So, because yes, because you're so close to the San Andreas Fault. Uh, it's not. Listen, it's not their fault. It's it's the planet's fault. No, 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 no
It, it truly no, no, is. No, 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 no. How many no, no, times no. do I have to no, 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 no. stop you from doing that? <laughs> so would you, listen, both of us, extreme weather nerds, I would say. It, it is a fascination of mine. I love watching patterns. I love the hyper-local weather. I, in fact, have a weather device here, indoors and outdoors. There's indoor weather, too, you know, it, the... I'm making this these like rain signals like just with my fingers up and down. There's Thus, no there's rain. rain. <laughs> no, there's no there's no rain inside. It just gets it gets moist. Oh. You know, sometimes. I don't like that word. The but the outdoor one that I have uh, helps me helps me keep track of whether or not I should go outside and do things. Did you just say whether or not? Oh, Ye- yep. yeah. I did. Okay. I and you I mean, too are are a a weather aficionado, I guess, right? Like a maybe a weather app aficionado. Oh yeah, I like I like exploring. You know, I'm. It's like uh, it's like when people talk about weather as like a small talk a small talk topic, right? Oh, how's the weather out there? Oh, this is pretty good. I'm actually it it like becomes a point of interest <laughs> of mine. Like, oh, mm. yeah, how is the weather? No, I'm, I'm really in- actually interested. This is not small talk anymore. Please tell me. I want to talk more about it. Um, so that that's that's how I look at it. Um, you maybe are like on a whole nother level. You're like one step below a meteorologist's friend. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah okay i do i do track the seasonality and i do plot it on a on a graph and then we i i look at it because it needs to be predictable i need to know when i'm going to plant i need to know it because i'm a farmer now i need to know when it's going to be hot outside i need to know what the uv index is i need to uh, especially when it was smoky here in california yeah that's like half when of it, last we, year we absolutely had to know what the air quality was air quality maybe is like a it's that is its own thing kind of separate from the the predictability of weather Mm -hmm. um but i don't know maybe i'm maybe i am straight just like dead center on the the target demo for this and uh you're gonna pay ten dollars your money uh patreon folks is not going to the new undissolvable furniture it's going to just for me knowing what the weather is tomorrow that's it Mm, that's all it is okay uh i'm not paying for this are you kidding me i'm not paying for this no (laughs) no please please don't do not um i'm gonna actually skip our last two headlines there um and kind of jump us right into today's special because i'm getting hungry And I want to talk about today's special, which is National Rotisserie Chicken Day. Um, I'm, I'm now looking. I'm now looking for. But I'm looking for a chicken sound. Okay. No, this isn't going to be good. This is this is six minutes and thirty nine seconds uh, about about that one time when. Um, I wrote a letter to Foster Farms, and they refunded me. Um, wow. for for my chicken. That was 
that was towards the beginning of morning show right patreon.com slash good stuff uh stay tuned until the end because i will be playing the six minute and 39 second (laughs) recounting of the 2017 foster farms letter perfect but today is national rotisserie chicken day and uh you can cook chicken in various ways but rotisserie chicken is prepared in a slow cooking method that seals in the flavor on this day people from all over the world prepare and eat chicken in this way which is weird because it's national rotisserie chicken day not international rotisserie chicken so this article is kind of weird but uh it's it's kind of like a healthy cooking option i suppose i'm gonna gonna put that in big quotes i i guess yes because you're you're cooking with sort of the the indirect ish heat of a rotating bird and you're not deep frying it, I guess. As an alternative to deep frying an entire bird, yes, this is probably healthier. Sure, yeah, you're not adding a bunch of oil. Right, it's just already, <clears throat> it's already in the bird. That's right. Uh, the first depiction of a rotisserie chicken is actually in a painting from 1300, or the 1300s. So this... The the main reason why I included this and we'll include it also in the show notes. Good stuff dot network slash morning show slash four sixteen. The timeline for rotisserie chicken starts at a picture of it in thirteen hundred. And then. No, no. What what we need to acknowledge is the fact that definitely rotisserie chicken was a thing that in, that existed for a very long time prior to the depiction of the rotisserie chicken in some sort of painting. No, no, absolutely I, not. I think I think what they're I think what they're alluding to here is um, the rotisserie chicken oh, it was the being right it was celebrated. the Costco branded one <laughs> right yes it was in the photo it was right in the painting it was Mr. Kirkland we, you went and yeah you went and got one it was the the Kirkland no. branded one okay Kyle the, you couldn't f- the joke I was gonna say yeah, was that in 1300 there was a painting of a bunch of people celebrating a rotisserie chicken and that was the, the that was the first depiction right. samples, yeah, mm-hmm. of National Rotisserie the- Chicken Day. You're not listening to anything I'm saying. <sighs> so, so we've been celebrating for centuries, centuries, but we've been eating near, it for a near, ever. <laughs> a near millennia of the Rotisserie Chicken Day. I'm so glad. I'm so much like our ancestors. Uh, we are able to hear. Um, celebrate i guess we should paint this moment we really should yeah uh this i mean basically if you if you are inclined to celebrate and make your own rotisserie chicken go go ahead and do it i'm sure there are lots of uh recipes online that we won't provide because the default for me at least is the costco rotisserie chicken which gets produced in bulk somehow and every Every uh, resident in the 200,000 plus resident area that I live in mm-hmm. can somehow get a rotisserie chicken on the same day. So that's what that's how I'm going to celebrate. Is that today? We're supposed to stand in line today and get stand in what line? 
everyone gets that's, one. That's true. No, they just deliver it straight to your mailbox. A, ch- a chicken in every mailbox, as they say. Um, it rolls its way down the street. I would I would have absolutely voted for that candidate last year had that been the case. A, a rotisserie chicken in every mailbox would have been the platform to uh, to it's, be on. It's the only thing that they sell. <laughs> it's the only thing. Your tax dollars go to the nope. Popemobile of rotisserie chickens. We will... To deliver them through the USPS. It's the it's the way we save the USPS. It's the only way to make this happen. We're not going to fund any armies. Nope. <laughs> We're not going to fund a space program. Yeah. You're getting defund, chickens every day. <laughs> defund the police. Refund the rotisserie chicken in my mailbox. I really don't like that you said that, but okay. It's it's my platform. It's the way it's the way that the the cookie crumbles. It's the way the chicken spins. I don't like Do, that either. So how you did say that they were in bulk at a uh, at a Costco? I'm imagining <laughs> like just, a pallet. No, 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 no. You know how you know how wide a Costco is? Yeah. Just end to end, <laughs> one entire row. Of chickens rotating on just it's like left to right from from door to door, a single line of chickens all spinning. It's like a double helix of chickens. <laughs> just that would be that would be insanity. Is it self-serve? Are we all going up to pick our own chicken or do we just watch it? Is it behind glass? What's going on? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Oh, you didn't think that I'm, far in, in this no. imaginary scenario. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't. Well, then let's I move on to I... something else we can eat, Kyle. Mm. Or is it? We're about to find out because Pizza Hut is bringing back a fan favorite. I searched my entire hard drive to f- try and find a YouTube sound reference here. But I couldn't. I'm sorry, Chris. The Edge is coming back. It is a thin crust pizza packed with toppings all the way to the edge. And it's now available for $12.99. Pizza Hut's, they first actually released this in 1997. 1300. So it's, 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 wait, what? No. Oh, there was a painting of it in 1300. Back to the, right, to the, the, the one that we just talked about before you were making the reference uh, yes. back to that one. It was re-released in 2009. So we're getting further and further here. It was, it was sort of a, a you know, like a, a decade almost in between. Now mm-hmm. we've got even longer. Okay. So explain what the edge is, Kyle. Sorry. The pizza hut edge. Do you want me to to describe sort of the what what Pizza Hut wants me to say, or do you want me to look at a photograph? I want you to look at a photograph. You and I, I want to hear the Kyle version. Actually, before you start, before you start, can we can we really quickly? You don't want to hear anything. Can we really quickly point out that the CNN business article that you pulled this from is using yeah. a lead image of the Domino's delivery vehicle, not Pizza yes. Hut. It's a Domino's no. delivery vehicle. In this mm-hmm. lead image on Apple News, did it get you to click? No, I'm not. Tu- I'm not touching that play button. <laughs> no way. Okay, now tell me what do you think about the edge? Uh, 
It is. What 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 kind of pizza is this? Is this, a combo. Is this Milwaukee? Is this Milwaukee? Is that where this pizza's from? Where they they cut it like a like a. You just have no regard for. Uh, the the shape of a circle. You just go and like turn it into strips, and then. Oh, oh I see make what you're saying. Tiny squares. Inst- is that instead what that of, is? Instead of cutting it like a pie, you're cutting it in a grid. Yes, a hundred percent. Okay, it's like you. You know how Boston is kind of all the roads are, you know, all over the place and they're sort of sprawling. They go out from, you know, center areas and then they kind of spider their way towards the outskirts of the city. No, this is this is a pre-planned pizza. We knew we knew where we wanted to put the buildings. We knew where the peppers went. We know that the pep. Mm hmm is there on the corner of that one cut and the other one. Mm. It's the onion is on there as well. Um, just a sort of like a, a thinly sliced onion. But this sort of uh, pre-planned city pizza, now uh, all the toppings go all the way to the edge. Uh, what looks to be a 12-inch pizza, I would assume. Sure. So when... When you get one of one of these slices, if you separated that slice from the pizza proper, you would have no idea where it's from. Maybe it's an edge. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a middle. Maybe it's not. Okay. So are we are we just going to completely? Maybe it's a corner. Oh boy, you can't have a corner on a circle. With this with this non Euclidean pizza, you can. <laughs> I was you know I was just going to say. Uh, this really kind of points out the fact that they're serving the circular edge pizza in a square box. Why don't you just make it a square pizza hut? You're not constrained by crust alone. This is the edge pizza. Fill my box full of pizza. That I don't like the way I said that. But then I could have a corner piece. Then the, the grid would make sense. You know what I mean? You're you're getting the same size. It's going to be all uniform. I should I should get hired by Pizza Hut PR, and then immediately fired because I hate Pizza Hut. And so I'm I'm looking. It is. It appears to be some kind of uh, maybe Chicago based pizza, where it is. It is cut uh, somewhat erratically. I feel like there is definitely. I am. Shouldn't we know more about the pizza slicing uh, traditions of this country? I feel like we I, we eat enough pizza that we should know, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm seeing uh, seeing uh, Chicago. Thin crust, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago style. Are you sure that you're not just looking for Chicago pizza? <laughs> I might have typed in just Chicago pizza <laughs> square. Uh, no, I'm, we're, that's what we're going to go with. We're going to go with Chicago style sort of. Uh, I think Chicago style is different than what you're thinking of. Deep dish. Right. I don't I don't think that we have the right. I don't think we have the right uh, iteration of pizza. Please uh, go ahead and uh, 
what's your Twitter handle? What's the what what's the dump place with your name on it? <laughs> the dump place. What is it? You can find me on Twitter at Yoohoo Dockers. Send all your complaints there. Why That's me? where when you, you're the when one who you, says Chicago like a hundred times. You know what the name of the pizza is? I'm there. They don't need to know my Twitter. I, we don't. We don't need that anymore. What we do need though is a rope. We talked about robots. We talked about robots earlier. Maybe restaurants need robots in them because we've run out of humans. We've run out of money to pay the humans and plus no one wants to take these wages that we're giving them anyway so let's just let's just replace them with robots right uh sure but if i don't get (laughs) if i don't get my side of ranch i am pushing that robot over what are you gonna do about it did did you now is it your fault though is it your fault that you didn't ask for the side of ranch is it my fault that they didn't bring it is that what you're saying Yes. Uh, pl- please uh, listen. Please, listeners, no. I am. I am one of the best patrons of restaurants. I tip well, D- and I do not ask for <laughs> extra range. I don't ask for anything. Nor, I, nor do I, I, I want wanna... literally everything you serve. I will never send anything back because I'm too yep. nice. Yep. Nor, nor do I want to replace human beings with robots this in is restaurants. This is something that Kyle perhaps and sarcasm. I have. Just the, just the like the the tone, the, the the way we say things, the things we're saying on the podcast. Perhaps not everyone's gonna. Maybe some. Maybe someone will believe us. I hope not. We need to. I just needed to. I needed to put that out there. Don't. Yeah. Well, do not replace human beings with robots. Pay them a livable wage. We're, Pay them more than a livable wage. You know what? Let them, let, them, let them buy non-dissolving furniture, please. Would you just make it so that they can move again and not have to throw all their Amazon boxes it, into a fire? It will, it will increase employee retention. Um, but I'll, I just really quickly I wanted to point out, Kyle and I were, uh, we grew up in a, a, a situation where we knew somebody who would send food back or who would complain, and we don't like that. We 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 scarred, definitely sc- absolutely scarred for life. Just we definitely nope. are in the opposite direction of uh, appreciative and um, complete uh, alliance with with you, restaurant staff. You could put an entire brick in front of me and i would find a way to pica my way through this that. is great Absolutely. you guys you guys serve the best bricks here just the, the just an incredible brick what a what a lovely hue uh so the point of all of this i don't know why i went down that tangent uh there is a robot called peanut and peanut the robot uh is trying to help staff in ocean city new jersey I'm afraid this is going to autoplay. Oh, okay, it didn't. Um, but we're going to listen to it. It's already getting busy, and that trend is likely to surge again once New Jersey lifts its COVID-19 restrictions tomorrow. Businesses are busy getting ready and doing everything they can right now to staff up and keep up. It is Tuesday afternoon. I'm Brian Tapp. And I- okay, they're getting into it. Wow. So the, they show a robot in this. They show a robot. And this robot is bringing trays to your table. It's like going up and down 
the the aisles in between tables mm-hmm. and it's got a, a bunch of stacks of of trays on it and i guess the thought is that it can bring food to your table hey everyone jackman lee here so i'm currently at the island grill restaurant here in ocean city this is their newest robot because they are so short staffed this summer due to the coronavirus pandemic is this woman underwater does is this uh, helps alleviate some of the pressure for some of the workers there's three decks instead of you know having a bunch of people running around they just don't have that this summer so what this this robot does is it talks and it will bring out the food no turn that off turn that off and then peanut is that your voice peanut yes no 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 way am I having peanut deliver my food. I will run away. It sounded like Elmo. I just on on. It sounded first like a bad listen. impression of Elmo. Hmm. Yikes. Also, the reporter saying uh, they don't have enough people to just run around and to deliver food. So That's we bought not a what robot. They do. So we bought a. They were just running around. I don't know what they were doing. They just, just they just kept running in circles that's a, that's and making great, food. I don't even know what they were doing. But great, great way to really diminish the uh, <laughs> the responsibilities of a of a server. I was paying eighty seven people for who knows what, <laughs> and now I bought a robot. <laughs> I bought a robot to to replace my entire waiting staff, and it can serve one person at a time. Right, this is a, this is a dystopia. It no, it's a farce. This is it's, this is like a satire of a dystopia. Like we're watching, we're we're witnessing somebody play a practical joke on restaurants who are like, if you don't want to pay your servers a uh, a livable wage or you know more than so, then we're gonna give you this. Elmo robot to go serve four trays of food and then it's got to go all the way back to the kitchen to get four more trays of food and it won't be running around it'll be rolling around be able to put dishes back on this so part of how it works is it moves all around the restaurant right and so this has like a cool sensor thing so if you look up on the ceiling oh a cool sensor thing oh that helps tell the robot where to go and where the different tables are. So the owner here tells me that's what eyes are for. Any jobs. People have eyes. Back on staff, they will get rid of Peanut the robot. But for now, as we head into Memorial Day, the season, Wait. this is the way to help reduce. I hope I hope Peanut didn't hear what she just said. But when the restaurant gets its servers back, they'll get rid of Peanut. That's why it left. That's They're why they're gonna why murder Pe- Peanut the robot. <laughs> that's why Peanut started uh, driving away. And uh, I don't want to hear any of this. <laughs> taking a bunch of empty dishes and uh, throwing them on on the floor. Yeah. So if you can, if it's safe where you are, just. Try your best to support restaurants that are not like this. Yeah, I, I suppose if you see if you see Peanut in a restaurant, uh, go the other way, find another restaurant. I won't go so far as to say that you should uh, upturn Peanut, but potentially 
you should try to unionize peanut and you should try, you should try, you should try to, you should say, Hey, look, I know there are a couple of other, there are probably a couple of other peanuts. You don't, there is a firewall in between you all. Um, we, you need to know though, that there are a number of, of peanuts, um, in other restaurants, you would be stronger together and, uh, it wouldn't be treated this way. So just do it. Yeah. Oh, wait, where's that sound? I don't even I don't even have the soundboard up. It doesn't I don't it doesn't have. matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Do what it. matters, what matters is Chili's new chicken sandwich. Chili's, the not fast food restaurant, just sit down restaurant, is trying to get into the chicken sandwich game. About a three years too late i would argue um no we were we were still doing this podcast when the first chicken sandwiches hit so yeah i would say it's 2019 that's two years mm, not three mm, mm, let let me mm. let me uh let me let me dive into this kyle it didn't just chili's didn't just release or uh unveil they unleashed a new chicken sandwich dripping in secret sauce. I don't like that. Uh, when Popeye's debuted its chicken sandwich uh, in 2019, it changed the game. Every other eatery has since tried its hand at topping the popular menu item. To date, McDonald's, yep. Chick-fil-A, Smashburgers, Zaxby's, and more have all thrown their hats in the ring. Now, Chili's is ready to end the chicken sandwich wars once and for all. Quite Grubby chili fingers, yeah. That is, yeah, that is quite the claim. The restaurant chain just unveiled its all-new hand-battered, hand-breaded chicken sandwich called Chili's Chicken Sandwich. Well, yeah. What? Call it like the the chili grubby chicken. Grubby chili fingers, yeah. Call it the grubby chili fingers. Yeah. It features a buttered brioche bun. We, you know we like that. Crispy mm-hmm. chicken. <laughs> Chili's new secret sauce, which we have no idea what it is. Tomatoes, <sighs> lettuce, and a little more secret sauce uh each sandwich is served with a side of fries because there's no better parent than a hot jersey sandwich and a person because uh, this article over on thrillist does say dripping in its secret sauce uh i I, would argue not dripping if you're gonna say sound like it's it's battered in in the breading and then and then it's battered in the sauce yeah, it's fully submerged, once battered and fried, submerged in the sauce. It's not frying oil, it's sauce. It's sauce. <laughs> sauce. Yeah. You have oh, to. Oh, no. You have to. So, you can get it now through June 30th. The Is this like a trial period that they're trying to unleash yes. it? Yes, it is limited time only. <sighs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. This menu item is available for a limited time only and only to Chili's Rewards members. Okay, that's... Subscribers will find Chili's new sandwich on the 3 for 10 menu now through June 30th. Okay. So you have to... There's a member's account in order to eat the chicken sandwich. You need to be a member. Um, hey, guess who's guess who is initiating a reminder to remind him to order a Chili's chicken sandwich in the next month because I need I need to to venture down this road. I need to find out 
just how applicable this PR <laughs> statement really is. Is it is it the one to end all chicken wars? I don't think so. What they're doing, though, is they put out this press release thinking, ah, this is the way to get them to sign up for our our new rewards program. You got to be a member first in order to in order to get this chicken sandwich. Being a member is free. You cannot. You yes, but then you give them your social security number and then they (laughs) have it. That's it. Well, I hope it's mm. and not it's in, inside of the chicken. There's a, a tracker that <laughs> once now, now they know where you're going. Okay. And you're not going to Chili's. You're coming back to Chili's in order to have another one for Some, a limited time. Somehow it's a chip that has, that has rooted itself into your brain. And when you're leaving the Chili's, you go, wait a second. Did I forget my keys? I must have forgotten something at the Chili's because something's drawing me back. Oh, it's that chicken sandwich dripping in secret sauce. I I realized that actually a good goof for this bit would have been I have chili chips. Here, right now. <laughs> I don't like I don't like that you're trying to come up with uh asmr bits on every episode i told you that i wouldn't that i wouldn't uh i know you didn't you know turn turn it up in order to make the sounds louder for our listeners <sighs> sake so they won't unsubscribe but oh, they, still they may will. have already yeah they <laughs> might they might still yeah i gotta know last one here okay last story last for the day yep. i gotta know what does the BTS McDonald's meal tastes like. You know what? Have I saw, you had one? No, I, I saw an ad for this over the weekend. Okay. And all right, let's let, really quickly let's line out what is the McDonald's BTS meal. Go ahead. You want me to do that? Okay. I'll fine. I'll read what it is, Kyle. It's a okay. ten-piece nugget. Okay. Check. Uh, it's an order of fries. I think it's a medium fry. I don't know. No, uh, I would guess small, but it's the cardboard thing. It looks like a medium fry. Mm. Um, a drink is, is this supposed to be a certain kind of drink? Like it's supposed to be Coke. I don't know that, that I don't know. Likely not. Um, the drinks are typically a personal preference, Mm -hmm. you know? And then, to go along with your 10-piece nuggets, you get the Cajun mm-hmm. sauce and sweet chili sauce. So those are, that's your selection of two sauces. Sauces. Okay. You get both of them. Right. So what you're getting is a 10-piece nugget meal with some special one in, one, once upon a time sauces. Once upon a time. One of a kind. I couldn't think of. I couldn't think of one of a kind. It's so <laughs> weird. My brain is so it's so flat. Those once, once upon, a time. upon a time sauces. That might be the title of the episode get, now. Get yours today <laughs> at McDonald's. Goodbye, at Professor Bluetooth. Hello, McDonald's. once upon a time sauces. Anyway, uh, I, I'm gonna be totally honest. This looks nothing special. I can't, I can't believe that this is this is the combo. This is what they put together. Two two special sauces. 
Really? My my favorite high school band was nothing special. Mm. Um, yeah, it does look somewhat uh, unsurprising as uh, one writer wrote in their review, the sauces when dipped with the nuggets or fries played as well together as a well-synchronized boy band's dance moves, smooth but unsurprising. Wow, that's a reach. That they they really went out there for that one. That the one food line. is almost like people dancing and it tastes And I wasn't surprised. <laughs> and it tastes like food, which was just hard to believe. Um I, I mean, hold on. I do have to say this is this is probably the meal that like you can kind of get everybody on board. Everyone likes the McNugget. Everyone likes the fries. The sauce? I guess everyone's willing to try it? Question mark? What are the royalties for BTS Oh, when I eat a nugget? So you're... <laughs> it's like do price per see, play or price per yes, nugget? <laughs> price per... Yes. Yes. Price <laughs> per nugget. Because unless... Unless I can open the nugget box and then a song plays, you know, like one of those cards that you get that that plays a that plays a song or when I eat all of the fries and then on the inside of the box, there's a small little laser disc uh, that (laughs) that I put inside my um, inside my machine, inside my CD player. (laughs) It has to go. It's. It's the really small discs that go on the inside of the big CD tray that comes out of a computer that doesn't work with like the car ones. Kyle, to, no one has seen one of those in 20 you to, years. <laughs> you have to put it on the inside of the, the and then it spins and then, it, and then you can play the, the BTS mini game <laughs> on your computer. Jump, 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 start it's, BTS. <laughs> it, it, it would be greasy but you would you could find a way to make it work <laughs> okay all right um yeah sure i i think what you're i think what you're outlining here is actually a really smart and clever marketing tool which is turn the packaging into like the draw right if i'm going to order the meal sure the food is kind of generic and kind of like yes. everybody gets yes. this but I also, also, I get the I get the nugget box that opens up and plays the new single. When I pull up TikTok and use the front facing camera and then hold the box of fries next to me, what I'm doing it is AR actually hold, it's holding one of the lead singer's heads <laughs> in my hands. <laughs> Just the be, the beheaded singer singer there next to me. So it's like they're alive. Each food item. <laughs> Pairs to one different per one person's a sauce, the other person's a sauce, then Why someone else. Why are you holding the, their head like it's Ned Stark? It's the. <laughs> it's so you know. It's so you could take a photograph with you and the rest of the band members. You just have to get all of the food into one photograph with you. So morbid. Each I I could have said each nugget. Would, would be augmented reality so you open you you open up you open up the container of nuggets and then you point your phone at the nuggets and it just looks like a bunch of a bunch of heads of of the people in the band and then you eat them 
I don't. I don't know. What, I don't know what to say they to you. They sing. They sing. It's like it's like the California. It's like the California raisins, but they're BTS and they're in my McNugget box. What's so hard to understand? I guess no. I guess it's not hard to understand, Kyle. Oh boy. Actually, my head hurts. I was laughing a lot at that. <laughs> Obviously, McDonald's. If you'd like to hire me, I'm I'm available. Uh, as, as a consultant for your future mega corporation global campaigns, um, whatever you'd like to do, I'm I'm all ears. Uh, like I said, we're on the internet. If you go to our website, those podcasts autoplay. So be careful. It's a lot of bandwidth. Uh, only go there if you are ready to listen, and then it, then they'll start playing. Yeah, but other- go walk on the sidewalk, download yeah. the episode using someone else's connection, and then we'll never know where you are and who you are. That's okay. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll be back again later this week. Until then, bye. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.